Tigers Avenue Monday night edition victory Monday Zach victory Monday uh, for the LSU yeah. Tigers uh, or, or mental Monday uh, as as Brian Kelly has coined it for his program here um, already got the guys in here T Townsend already in here Ryan's in here I think we missed RP last time maybe I'm wrong but RP's already in here Great to see the boys, the faithful, uh, always in here. Appreciate you guys. Um, Tigers coming off a victory. Um, And, and Zach, I want to go ahead and say this right here, right freaking now. Oh, early. I do not (laughs) care how the game goes. If you walk away with a W in SEC play, you celebrate the win. I don't care how we get it. What is the goal of the game? To win. To win. So if you walk away with a win, you walk away with a win, and I don't care how you got it. The goal is to win, and you are 2-0 in the SEC. Yes, Zach, I... There's going to be a lot of background noise because Luca is right next to me and he's playing with some oh, kind nice. of packet. So that's what <laughs> so I apologize. It, it will be another featuring of Luca. Every every Monday night essentially is going to be a Luca feature for for the remainder of this semester pretty much. So Hey, look. Um, that's the all only right. time you don't mind bringing Luca. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um he's here chilling. He actually has a tiger shirt on, so if he gets Tired of being in his bouncer, we'll, we'll get to see his tiger shirt. It is it is actually pretty lit? Like it is. I, I wish I had a. I literally wish I had a shirt like my size that looked like that. It's it is actually really like cool. Grown man, grown man size. Yeah, correct, correct. Like because the tiger is like a vintage tiger, and it, it is lit. Okay. It's lit. So I have is to show it like it to y'all here in a minute. Like the 1955 logo. Um, it, it's something similar to that. I, I'm. I can't remember that logo off the top of my head, but something similar to that. It yeah, says, I am a little fighting tiger. So I will definitely show y'all uh, the shirt yeah, by, by the end of the show. Um, yeah. But back to what I was saying, um, I don't care how you win. You play to win. It does not matter how you win it. Do we have concerns? Sure. We can talk about the concerns. But regardless, you play to win the game. You won the game. That's, that's my... Immediate reaction here, Zach, and I wanted to say it right off the jump because I feel like nobody ever wants to celebrate and enjoy wins. Like, why do we have to be so exhausting about a stinking win? It is an SEC win. It is an SEC West victory. You, you literally, by five, five games down the road, nobody's going to care how the, the Arkansas game played out. It, it's a W on the record. Yeah, like I just you win, enjoy the win, enjoy it. So uh, we we won, and I'm I'm happy regardless. We'll talk about the issues because you got to talk about some of the issues. But man, you got to be win- glad you won the game. Yeah, look. So we'll recap it. We'll recap it all, Zach. Obviously, uh, we'll get into the details. I'm sure you have thoughts and concerns and things you want to talk about and i do as well um we have an awesome interview tonight a recent commitment for 
uh, the baseball tigers, which seems to be coming in bulk right now. Jay Johnson yeah, uh, continues to do what Jay Johnson does. I mean, he's just an elite recruiter. Yeah, I mean, he, he's been racking it up. We'll discuss that at the end uh, of the show on our last segment. But uh, the, the recruits keep coming for the LSU baseball team, and rightfully so. Coming off a national championship. Uh, get them while you can. Yeah, pitchers, man. A ton of them. I mean, you're – I don't know. Man. Like, you're going to have to, like – I'm really looking to see, like, okay, how many is going to – pitchers going to add because we're going to start roster cutting eventually. I mean, you, you're piling them up. Now, I think a couple of these are, like, 2025. So, you know, it'll all play out. Um, yeah. But it, they, they come, they're coming in bulk right now. So – and then we'll have a little something extra at the end. And I think we're going to have to get Zeke. Luca here. Go ahead and get him here. <laughs> Keeps dropping this. Breaking on dad duty. Monday nights with Luca. Yeah, but it's okay. I, I, I want to see, uh, see this. I want to see this. Let me see here. this here. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. No, not no. That's not the uh, logo I was thinking of. Yeah, he wants to talk. It, it's, to talk it's, it's pretty lit. Yeah, that is pretty lit. I'm I love gonna, it. I'm a little fighting tiger. It's, it's clean, man. It's clean. I just got. If you just take off the speaking of lit, you just take off the T and the L, just get a little white out. It'll say I'm yeah. lit. I'm a lit. <laughs> <laughs> you, have to, you have to white out the A as well. I'm lit, tiger <laughs> fighting tigers. <laughs> yeah. So um so we'll have Maverick on here. Um uh, then we'll have a little extra something later on as well. Um so let let's Zach, I guess we can go ahead and dive into it. Uh, LSU yeah. comes away with another three-point victory over the Razorbacks, 34-31. Right. to 31. Um, That is now four years straight, four years straight, that this game has come down to three points. Uh, we predicted, you know, I, I, we neither of us predicted LSU to cover, uh, but obviously we predicted LSU to win uh, by more than what they did. Um, yeah. Shame on us for thinking it would be any different. <laughs> like, um, hopefully, I I guarantee you next year, um, I will learn my lesson. I, I don't care who is there, who is good, who is not. The game is going to be close every single time. It will happen. All right, bro, you're coming over here now. It will happen that way. I mean, it will be that way. Every time. I mean, it was tooth and nail, back and forth. I mean, it was like haymaker after haymaker was just being thrown. I mean, just huge shot after huge shot. And, I mean, it, it, <laughs> it was a, a test of adversity, a true test for this team. When they get you get punched in the mouth over and over. I mean, how prophetic was uh, Sam Pittman's pre-game speech. Now, obviously, he wanted his team to win, but he was like, look, man, this game is going to be physical. It's going to be a fight. They're going to punch you in the mouth. You're going to get back up, and then you punch them in the mouth, and then they're going to get back up. And, like, that is, like, almost the perfect depiction of what this game was. It, It Look, the defenses were not that great. Although the defenses looked good early, in the second half, neither defense was, was that great. Um, but you did enough to win the game, and that's what matters most. Zach, what are your initial thoughts and, and you know, big picture talking about the game here, and then maybe we can dive into the details a little bit? Well, as you said, um, you know, it, when, you look, when you're going to look back at this game, you know, next year or even just a few weeks down the line, you know, all it's going to matter is that you got the win. Um, and I got I, 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 you discussed the, the pregame speech that Sam Pittman gave. I saw that pregame speech on social media. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, goodness, like we are in for a fight. Like these yep. guys are pumped up. You know, not only is LSU playing for Greg Brooks, but, you know, Arkansas playing, was playing for Greg Brooks as well. Yeah. Love that they honored him by putting the, the three sticker on the back of all their helmets. That was yeah. awesome. Um, I was really hoping that they would do that. I think I mentioned that either in a group message or or, or on it. Maybe I can't remember exactly, but um, okay. I was really hoping they would do something like that to honor him, and they did. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, 
No, we were there at the game, Reagan. Um, me and uh, your brother-in-law uh, and a good yep. friend of mine, Logan, uh, we got to pretty much make a really impromptu, quick, sporadic, whatever you want to call it, trip down there. Uh, bought tickets last minute, and uh, we left, I think. Yeah, what time did you get home? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> we left around uh, noon to get down there. Uh, we we missed the first drive between both, both teams, but that was okay because nothing happened. Both teams funded. Uh, got up Not and was good. able to get in our seats and everything once we uh had to do a looking around a little bit. Um, and then finally got in our seats and we were able to enjoy the game. And man, was it a nail biter, dude! Oh my gosh! I mean, being there live, I just remember like I was sitting down like with my hands on my face, just like just get one stop, just get stop, just get one stop, and. You yeah. know, the entire half, nobody could get a stop, right? Arkansas right. defense couldn't get a stop. LSU's defense couldn't get a stop. And we'll discuss that more in depth. But um, I think LSU did so, get a stop at one point. Yeah, I, we'll, we'll discuss that. We'll discuss that. Uh, so, <laughs> game ended around around 9.30. And I told Logan, like, if it ends around 9, like, you know, it's five-hour drive. Um, you know, we, we should be home probably around 2 a.m. Not bad. Not bad, right? Um, I knew the traffic was bad being out uh, out of Tiger Stadium in Baton Rouge. I didn't know it was going to be as bad as it was, Reagan, um, <laughs> because it, it literally, literally took it took over two hours to get miles uh, uh, out of Baton Rouge and out of out of being near the stadium. Um, so I laid my head on my bed at four forty five a.m. Sunday morning, wow. uh, I was ready to go. Was ready to go and be at church by nine thirty the next morning. So, uh, <laughs> needless to say, I took a really good nap after church. Uh, yeah, I bet Sunday. you did. So, I bet you did. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I, I went to sleep. Took my, uh, I went to sleep, and the Saints were winning seventeen nothing. Then I woke up, and they had lost to seven. I was a little disappointed. I was definitely disappointed with that, but I got some much needed rest. So I was good to go yeah. for today. All good. Um, but in regards to the game, Reagan, uh, you know, early on, uh, I was I, I was nervous because you could tell early on that JD was just not firing cylinders. He wasn't uh, yeah. accurate early on, and so I, I was just ho- I was just waiting for the moment that the offense would break for break through, right? And that didn't really come in the first half until the very end, right? Uh, when they when they hit on the big play to Brian Thomas, so. Early on, you could tell, okay, this this is going to end up being one of those games. Like, here we go, LSU-Arkansas. It's going to be one of those games. Um, I think it is a massive credit to the LSU defense. And, you know, we're going to critique some here and and discuss, um, especially the second half and and the defensive flaw that we had. But I think it was a a major testament to this defense uh, because they were in – Arkansas was inside of the 10 – Yard line, I think was it was three or four. Reagan forced a field goal. Three times at least. Yeah, uh, yeah. At the beginning of the times. game, it was twice. I thought at the beginning of the game, at least it was at least twice. Yeah, twice. early on it was twice. Yeah, early on it was twice. Um, of course, they scored that touchdown uh, late in the second quarter before the end of the first half. Um, defense, you know, it was kind of a bend don't break there in the first half. And I'm okay with that because we understand, you know, what the weakness is with this team. And obviously it's the secondary. And while it's extremely frustrating that LSU struggles to get off the field on third down, um, to be able to flex their muscles in the red zone was really key. And I kind of expected that a little bit too because I don't know if you you keep up with SEC stats, Reagan, but Arkansas is the worst conference in red zone offense. And I didn't want to say that while I was there, like at the game, because I was like, as soon as I say it, like they're going to end up scoring. But when, <laughs> right. when, Arkansas got into the, when Arkansas got into the red zone, um, they they would stall out. The defense would flex and, and Arkansas offense stall out. They scored. Arkansas would score on the, the long the, the long plays, the explosive plays, right? Uh, the plays where the pocket broke down, KJ made something happen, and there was a guy running free open, right? Um, that's when Arkansas scored. But once they got in the red zone, you know, the defense stood tall 
and that ugly side of that Arkansas offense, which is the red zone efficiency, uh, ended up showing. So um, ultimately, the first half was, you know, extremely, extremely uh, frustrating. But I just knew, okay, this offense is going to break through at some point. And ultimately, it happened there. You know, you would have really liked there to hold Arkansas uh, to nothing or at least a field goal on their last drive of the first half. Because, um, you know, you're like, okay, just hold them here. Go get points. You get the ball at halftime, go score. But you didn't do that. They go down, they score, and you're going, okay, oh, like now they're up 13-3. Now we're going to have to really, you know, fight back here in the second half. But you got 48 seconds left on the clock. And LSU has been really, really good this year yeah. on ending the first half. Uh, with a yep. two-minute drill. They didn't elect to do that in the Mississippi State game, but you didn't really have to. Um, yeah, you didn't um, need to. You didn't need to. Um, but in the third of the games, because Grambling against Florida State, you were really, really good in your offense uh, going out and getting points before you go to half. So LSU, three plays, boom, done. You score a touchdown, and you're going, okay, all right, now we get the ball back, we're going to be fine. Sure enough, get the ball back second half. Um, Brian Thomas makes a phenomenal play um, yeah. with the bobble. The bobble, you know, the bo- it was underthrown, yeah. bobbled, caught, and really and saved Jaden there for sure. Makes move. Yeah, this game has. To, I mean, I understand Jaden. You know, he had a great game. He had, he, he had a good game. Uh, he struggled in the first quarter. Uh, struggled in the first half. There was a couple of times we saw that guys were open. I'm, it's really cool, Reagan, to get to be at the game because you yeah. get to see the you know the all twenty two. You get to see everything that's happening. You get to see when receivers are breaking open. Yeah, you're like oh, like like throw it, throw it, throw it. You know, you get to see. <laughs> yeah. like, there's certain things you get to see. You know, when you're live in person that you don't get to see whenever you're watching Correct. at home on TV. And so you know, there's those there was those two plays where Malik got open and Brian Thomas got open, and yep. you're like throw it, throw it, throw it. You know. And Jay was just a little bit off. He, was, he throws, you know, a little. The ball's a little under both times, but he makes the adjustment, gets the touchdown before the before the end of the first half. Yeah. And you're going into the, you're going to halftime feeling confident. And the second half, it was just punch after punch after punch, trading blows as you as you mentioned earlier. But man, what a game! I gotta say, Reagan, I I, I gotta say this. I, I don't think the defense looked as bad as people are thinking. I really don't. Um, the reason that you that it looks so bad is because you were getting pressure to the back, but KJ Jefferson is just good enough to make guys miss, get out of the pocket, and uh, and buy time in order for guys to get open or for him to make plays with his legs. And he did that. He did that exactly. Um, and guys were able to get open and get freed up because, I mean, it's really hard for DBs. It's it's already one of the most difficult positions in football. I would say arguably it is the most difficult position in football, especially defensively it is the most difficult position in football. It's already difficult having to be on an island and, and guard guys one-on-one. but having to guard guys for as long as these DB are having to, even more difficult. And KJ, credit to him, LSU had pressure, and he he made plays. And he and he kept his he's eyes downfield. Yeah. He's just that guy. And it's like, I'm like, you know, thank goodness we don't have to see him again. You know, like. Yeah, he's gone. Hallelujah. He's gone. <laughs> his ability to extend plays is, is just – extremely hard to defend stream, especially when you have an inexperienced, you know, secondary playing together. They're, they're trying to grow. They're trying to learn together. KJ exploited that. I mean, big time. And, and you're not going to see that every week. You're not going to see that every week. No. Um, we got to give credit though, to these water seed again, and as we'll, we'll pull it up here and, and get out. Um, Jane Daniels obviously had a great day, 320 through the air, four touchdowns. And honestly, you know, if, if he's his normal self in the first half, I mean, holy cow, can you imagine the day that he would have had? Like, we're looking yeah, at it now, like, hey, he had a really good day. Hey, like, he won SEC you know, Offensive Player of the, of the Week, and he had kind of an off day, right? Um, yeah, Logan Diggs sure. continues to be extremely impressive. 
97 yards. You got to continue to get him more touches. Um, Feed three, bro. He just, Man. He just he gets yardage. He, he gets positive yardage. It seems like almost every time he touches the football. And um, you know, he's been he's been your most stable back. He's 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 been your workhorse uh out of the out of the running back room. And obviously all those other guys, Josh Williams had a big uh big uh obviously 41 yarder that he broke off. Um Caleb Jackson, we got to see him a little bit, like see him more. But honestly, the biggest part of this game is got to come down to these beavers. Uh Brian Thomas, you know, a lot of people obviously have been talking about the league neighbors. Brian Thomas has so far had a great year. You know, at the beginning of the season, we discussed how, you know, there was, you know, Malik was going to be the guy, but who was going to be the second guy that stepped up? And I was the one that said, I feel like it was going to be Kyron and he, that he, you know, have a six to 800 yard season. Um, yeah, he, it's looking like so I was completely quiet. wrong on that. Yeah. He's, he's been, been so quiet, quiet. So quiet. But the guy that has him, are, and I said, you know, Brian Thomas would probably be around 100. Flip it. Brian Thomas is the guy that could potentially end up having that six eight hundred yard uh, season. I mean, so far on this yeah. season, I think he's already at. Let's see, uh, he might be the leading receiver. He's, let's he's see. already on probably four hundred, pushing four hundred, three hundred something. Over four hundred because he's had two one thirty games. That's correct. So um, he, he might be your leading receiver, uh, depending on. Let's see. Okay, so it's it's probably close between him and Malik. Malik's your leading receiver is at 500 yards. Um, let me pull this up real quick because I really want to look at this. Uh, so far, we're yeah. four games in, and right now, where where Brian Thomas stands again. Me and Reagan both kind of said, you know, we expected Brian to be kind of somewhere in that 400 yard range. So far in the season, he's already surpassed it. He's at 413 yards on the season. Wow. Um, and that's wow. through four games. So we're talking, Reagan, We you might very well have two 1,000-yard receivers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Brian Thomas and Malik Neighbors. Yeah. Last time you did that, 2019. Um, and the, the reason you're – Zach, I think the reason you're seeing this is guys are, are very clearly – Arkansas very clearly, and you probably saw this being able to see the whole field. I mean, they're 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 double covering him with the safety over top. Um, Correct. Uh, they they have the the DB on him, obviously, uh, and they always <laughs> they're shading that safety to his side a lot. That they they got him over top. They're bracket doubling him. And what's incredible about Malik is even though they're doing that, he's still finding ways to get through the defense to get open yep. and having phenomenal success. But on the flip side of that, when you're being you know doubled like that they're giving the safety over top to malik you're leaving btj who is a a size mismatch for a lot of dbs because of his his height um in one-on-one matchups and his speed honestly has very much impressed me because he's kind of blown past a few guys uh specifically on saturday night he did um yeah and he you know one-on-one matchups, and he's and he's winning them. He's winning a lot of his one-on-one matchups. Therefore, he is having big games. So, I mean, right as of right now, those two guys can make this really special. You know, you add into the mix the the running game that really seems to be coming on with Logan, uh, Caleb Jackson, and Josh Williams. Those just seem to be your three guys. Uh, I really think that needs to be the bulk of your rotation. Um, so. I really, really like what I see. And everybody, you know, we were worried about Jaden at the beginning, but what poise and resolve and maturity from last year to this year of making his adjustments, going back through his – getting back into his rhythm uh, to be successful. Because last year – if he started off slow like this, we typically see, you know, saw him kind of cave to the moment and yeah. continue to be Arkansas. correct. And he he struggled and struggled, and man, that was a, a sign of a, a, a step that he has taken forward in his game uh, to be able to to readjust, get that focus, do what he needs to do to make the the plays happen. 
Um, and also you got great receivers to back him up even when he is off. You know, you know what that throw to Brian Thomas was exactly like, Zach? The one where he had to come back, he bobbled it, caught it, and then ran in the end zone. It was exactly uh, like the Dre throw Jenkins to Jare Jenkins against Ole Miss or Ole when Miss, he, Miss. yeah, yeah, when he got wide open and Jaden well underthrew it, cut back in because and the defender was overcompensating because he was yeah, he comes and he gets it and he runs back into the end zone. So I, I, as soon as I saw that, I was like, seen that before, <laughs> like, yeah. And me and Logan barely caught that one because we had yeah. uh, gone gone down through you know halftime and made our way yeah. through all the crowd. I had to give me yeah. some Andy's custard, you know, and uh, <laughs> we're making our way back up and we're like, oh, they're like, oh, they're on the field. So we stopped uh, where you know they they had some seating or whatever, and you can yeah, see yeah. out the field. And so we we literally walked up, and as we walked up, Jaden's making the throw. We saw that play, and it was just insane. Wow. So, uh, pr- pretty cool um, to get to watch that. But, uh, yeah, the offense was extremely impressive in the South. Um, I mentioned that I felt like the defense, you know, probably took a- on a little bit too much criticism than they should because of really just the playmaking ability uh, that KJ uh, possessed and, and, and his performance this past Saturday night. Uh, it, it, it makes the secondary look worse. Um, yeah, because sure, sure. The defense, like I said, the defensive line was getting pushed, and up to that up to that point, you know, the series hold on. They're they're not letting guys get open. It was only when play broke down and KJ had to make something of it. Did you know the the um, the coverage break down? Um, and and like I said, it's really difficult to be able to hold in coverage for that long. Um, and so, you know, and you also mentioned the Harold Perkins, you know, the the one play that I think it was late in the quarter. And this is, again, when I was like, man, we just need to stop. We got to get a stop. And you finally get a stop. And what happens? There's a flag call. And it's a it's a rough in the passer on Harold Perkins. I get it. I understand why it was called. I thought it would be tacky. Again, understand why it was called. But it was a really weak, rough in the passer call. He's yeah. already in motion. He's already full lunging, you know, in full lunge towards the quarterback. It's really hard for a a a, a player like Harold Perkins, who's in complete full motion, uh, going sure. after the quarterback, to just hold up and stop everything that he's doing in pursuit of the quarterback. So, especially when it's been know, so hard to get a guy like that down. It's so hard. Exactly. Exactly. You're just trying especially to do something. When, <laughs> so you know you gotta stop. Refs somewhat handed them a second chance, and then the, you know, obviously that's when you know you have you have a breakdown. But credit to defense, they did what they had to do in the first half um, to keep your tenant. I mean, you think about that. If you gives up um, the the you know two touchdowns uh, and the two and the two times that they were inside of the ten yard line in the first half. Then you're looking at a completely different ball game, and you're having to come back from a huge deficit, uh, it, whereas a three point deficit going into half. So credit the defense where credit is due. Um, you know they had they had, we're we're seeing the stats here. Major Burns had a great day tackling. They've moved him up in the box. They're playing more zone to, to help that scenario, and so Major is coming up in the box, uh, and he's getting a lot of opportunities to make tackles. I'll give credit to him because. First two weeks, Major Burns did not look good tackling. Um, and he led team in tackling in this game. So credit to him. Um, Much better game. Your guy, Reagan. Greg Penn quietly just continues to dominate. 12 yeah. tackles as well. Uh, he continues to sure. lead this defense. It, you know, it's, it's you don't see a whole lot of flashes out of him. Um, no. But he just does the thing. He just, just does everything player. right. Exactly. He just does everything right. He needs to do. Or to help defense and regular guy Whit Weeks uh, got the start again and he's continued to dominate. It's allowed your best player on defense and Harold Perkins to be able to do what he does best as well. He emerges at Weeks. He's continued to look phenomenal. Nine tackles. Uh, I I'm loving Andre Sam, bro. I, he's so far like I, I get you know everybody loves Harold Perkins. Harold Perkins is Harold Perkins, but yeah, dude, yeah, Andre Sam's so far on the season my favorite to watch on this LUD. He, I mean, he, he just he just yeah. plays with so much 
energy, so much Correct. excitement. Correct. Um, Correct. He's always flying around the ball. I mean, there was a couple times that like he was blowing up plays in the backfield in this game, and it's just so much fun to watch them. And you know, you should expect that out of a, a veteran D. Uh, and so it's been really good to to get to see him, uh, you know, have this emergence uh, and to be able to dominate like he has so far uh, this season. Yeah, it's the effort plays for me. I mean, I mean, just all out complete effort from him, uh, like all the time. And at times, it's frustrating to see guys maybe not giving that kind of energy, and, and it's refreshing to to have that from him. I mean, he's just a hundred percent all go, all like just. Every tackle seems super aggressive. Every tackle seems like he's just flying in to the camera cut. Um, and it, it's really impressive to me. All right, I may have to get him settled, Zach, before we move forward. Yeah, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to bring on Maverick uh, and do a quick interview with him to meet him. Tyans, uh, really excited to get do an interview with him. Uh, so we'll be back right after Five this. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram at Saints Anthem and at Twitter at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. All right, we're back, and uh, Reagan is working on settling down Luke. Um, we did have Maverick in here, and then he dropped. So I'm not sure he is dealing with some technical difficulties right now, or if or what's going on. I'll hit him up and see if we can get him back in here. Um, but you, you have to give a lot of credit to John so far. I don't. I don't know if y'all have been up with baseball recruiting. Obviously, right now we are in the thick of LSU football, and that's kind of where our mind is focused and where everybody is, you know, paying attention. Um, but it's it's been really good to get to see what Jay Johnson has done on this offseason. Obviously, coming off of a really really great season, obviously national championship. You know, you're going to reap the, the the dividends of 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 your success from this past season. And so far, that has been showing uh, through this recruiting class and through the recruiting classes coming up as well. Uh, here in the past couple of weeks, you have gotten four, I repeat, four pictures uh, coming out, whether it be Jaco or the class of 2024 or the class of 2025. You've gotten four players um, to come to the L Tigers. Uh, and, and I'm excited to, to – uh, see what this next class is going to do. Um, because, again, when, when you are coming off a national championship, um, you're going to benefit from that. And so uh, I'm really excited about the potential class that LSU can bring in because of winning the national championship. Um, and we will see what Jay Johnson continues to do um, throughout this recruiting class and, and the next recruiting class. Really, the – the two classes at the national championship, you can expect uh, to be pretty good. <laughs> right, Reagan? I mean, you can expect to reap, as I've been t talking to our viewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can I was listening. Kind I was of keeping up. Reap the benefits uh, of winning a national championship. I think we might have lost Maverick, Reagan. He was in here. Yeah, he was in here. He was in here. So, why don't you give us a few minutes, Reagan, uh, on this? You know, these last couple of weeks, Jay Johnson and recruiting, uh, I'm going to work on, on making sure we can get them back in. Okay, yeah. So uh, a couple of things real quick that I didn't I didn't get to say about <laughs> the Arkansas game that I wanted to say, Zach. Um, yeah, go ahead. I, I, so let, let me let me say a, a couple of things there, and then I, I definitely will touch on Jay Johnson because what he's been doing has been fantastic in terms of recruiting. Um, but – the defense with, with, with Arkansas, it is very clear, Zach, to me at least, that we have a very solid rotation in the seven up, up front seven. Jordan Jefferson, fantastic game. Fantastic game. Jordan Jefferson needs to see more snaps. Uh, Brian Kelly even mentioned that today. Um, so 
that that was that was fantastic to see from him. I really loved his emergence and, and what he's done. Deshaun Womack probably needs to see some more snaps. That was awesome as well. Um, but I think we got Maverick in here now. I think we're good to go. So let's bring him in here, Zach. Yeah, there he is. Maverick, can you hear us? Yes, I can. Awesome. All right, awesome, awesome. Man. How you doing? I'm doing great. How about you guys? Dude, I love banner in the background. Great, man. See, this is what I'm saying. Is that a little I'm national saying, championship man. banner? You just got it that is. the other day. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Fantastic. I mean, so Maverick, I mean, real quick. So did you follow, I mean, the, the, the team through everything that transpired in the World Series? I mean, did you keep up with that? Yeah, so um, it's actually funny. I mean, so I kind of had an idea. I was gonna uh, thinking about re reopening my uh, recruitment. And, um, and this was during the time of the College World Series and everything that was going on. And my mom was like, hey, if there's one team I want you to go to, it's LSU. And she was just, we watched every game. Thank you, Mama. Appreciate you, Mama. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Awesome. And, and I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know about you, but the run was pretty fantastic. I mean, it was pretty it was incredible cool. going through the losers bracket, uh, having to beat Wake Forest two times, getting to see Paul Skeens go against Rhett Louder. I mean, it couldn't. It really didn't get any better than that. And then Tommy Tanks walked that game off. I mean. We could talk about that all night long, all <laughs> all show long. We have, I mean, that, we have, we have, we have before. Yes, <laughs> um, so I, I fully get that kind of being a selling point. I, I mean, I, I fully understand that. Um, uh, Zach, I'll let you get the next question, but I want to ask Maverick right here off the bat. Man, Jay is is really seeming to killing it. He's 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 killing it right now in terms of getting some really elite arms like yourself uh, uh, to the Tigers. What is his pitch like? Uh, I mean, what kind of recruiter is Jay? Uh, what what sold you not just on LSU, but Jay's going to be your coach? What what sold you on Jay in his pitch? Yeah, no, I mean, like as far as recruitment, he he is in the big like seller. Like he he's like. We are LSU. LSU is what it is, but like he he more focused on like the relationship side of it. Um, before awesome. any talking any baseball, he was asking about my brother, my family, what my parents do. Um, so I mean, I guess that kind of stuck out to me most because like I'm a big relationship guy. It's like I'm trusting this coach um, to lead me in the right way. So I think that's like what kind of took me to him um, in the sense that like. He wasn't trying to sell me on the school, sell me on the facility. Yeah. Was like everyone had, like everyone's nice at that point, but um, it was just different. And then as far as like the pitching side of it, um, I mean, Coach Jeski is as good as they come. Just like after yeah. my first phone call with him, it was, I was like, wow, yeah, this yeah. guy not only knows his stuff, he knows how to apply it. And Coach Jeski, the um, strength coach and the athletic trainer, all work in this triangle kind of thing, and like. The pitching coach and strength coach and athletic trainer are all watching your bullpens every time. What you do on the mound correlates to what you do in the gym. And I think like that was the development is, yeah, it's LSU, but that's where I need to be if I want to be the best pitcher I can be. That's awesome. That's awesome. You you mentioned Maverick, um, Coach Jeski, and obviously you're I'm sure you're excited to come and get to work with him. For us LSU fans, uh, you know, you're coming from Massachusetts. So you're you're coming I'm in quite a bit days uh, from home to come and play baseball here. So there may be Celsius fans that don't know you as well because, I mean, coming from Massachusetts, but obviously big time pitcher out of Massachusetts. We're looking forward to see what you can do in the purple gold. Can you tell us a little bit, Maverick, you know, what's your sequence, what's your picks, pitches, what are you in your bag, and what do you want to work on as you make your way to LSU and get to work with Coach Yeski? Yeah, no. So, I mean – Kind of traditional fastball, uh, curveball, cutter, and then a split finger, split finger fastball. Um, so as far as like my go-to pitch is usually curveball. That's kind of like my 0-2, 1-2, like punch-out pitch. Um, definitely feel the most comfortable with that. But as far as like going into this spring, especially, and then coming down with going down to LSU in the summer, it's definitely like to develop that fourth pitch, that uh, splitter. Because um, I have some feel for it, but not the confidence in the world to throw it in any count. Um, so I guess that's like one thing I'm definitely working towards. And then honestly getting stronger. I mean, going from 
New England baseball to down in Baton Rouge is going to be different. So definitely getting stronger every day. Sure. Um, that's definitely been a big focus. Put get some more muscle on. And um, but yeah, no, I guess like that's the biggest thing. Just working on that splitter and um, trying to get stronger, keep up with the big boys. So Maverick, I mean, have you made a visit yet to uh, Baton Rouge and gotten to see everything and and been around uh, the program yet? Yeah, so uh, my official was the game, uh, the first game against Grambling. Um, oh, awesome! So I went down, did the stuff. But previously, I met with Coach Johnson out in Arizona um, in early August or late September, I want to say. And then he took a trip up to the house and came and hung out with my family. Met met, met them. So that's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. no, and like I guess that just reiterates the fact that like he's so family oriented. Like he just wanted to meet them. Um, yeah. Get yeah. face to face with yeah. them because he heard so much about them through all the conversations we had, but he truly yeah. wanted to get to know them, which was I thought was it's very important to me. I mean, that's everything. It's, I mean, it's really encouraging to hear. I mean, as a as a Tiger fan, I mean, that's really encouraging to hear because, uh, I, I mean, we we like to have the best of the best, but we also want guys who who want to be here and want to be with their coaches, and we want our coaches to care about them too. I mean, we don't want. Uh, someone just bringing them along to just be another body on the roster uh, because they heard they could throw the ball really hard or, um, I mean, throw this uh, breaking pitch really well. They actually care about you and uh, and your family, and that, that, that's fantastic. So, uh, and, and encouraging uh, for us. Uh, so I, I, I saw in previous, you know, visits and, and, and with past recruits and transfers and whatnot that, some of the veteran guys on the roster would would meet up with the recruits and talk with them. I mean, did you get to experience that at all with guys currently on the roster? And if you did, who was it? Um, yeah, so we definitely met, like, a good amount of the guys. Um, like Thatcher Heard, we met him walking out of the stadium. Um, but then my student host was Jake Brown in K. Yeah. Yep, so um, got to spend a really good – like, went to the football game with them. They were down on the sidelines with us. Um, so, I mean, it was great. It's one thing to hear stuff from coaches, but then it's another thing to hear things from the players and everything the coaches were saying, the players were saying it right back. So it's like, you know, it's, they're not putting on an act for these recruiting visits. Like this is genuinely who they are. So I guess that was huge. Yeah. Uh, Maver, you, you had a point to, to mention, you know, how much it means to build relationship. Uh, and you know, that's what kind of what we want to do a little bit with you tonight. So something we always ask any of our guests that come on the show Outside of baseball, so baseball completely aside, what is something that you absolutely just love to do? Maybe it's a hobby of yours, or just something you know, something that you just enjoy. At, that that you, when you get a time away from school, when you get time away from practice, and 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 not have to worry about baseball, what is something that you enjoy doing? So, def, I mean, the first one definitely fishing. I mean, any free time that okay. I get, I go out. We, I live right near a lake. It's about like a two-minute walk down the street, and um, I'll go out and fish until I can't see anymore. So I guess like I'll do that whenever I'm not fishing or whenever I'm not playing ball. I kind of feel like yeah. that's like my getaway in a sense because yeah. baseball gets a lot, and um, I feel like it's good to have that kind of escape too. Sure. sure. And then um, my dad, he does construction on the side, so kind of building things too. Um, I've been doing that since I was 10, 11 years old, and um, – it's 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 cool to get see a big pile of wood and then come out with like something you made. I guess like that. I, I yeah. I like doing that stuff too. So so, yeah, I, so uh, I mean, you kind of have a creative mind. Uh, that that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, enjoy, I enjoy. Yeah. I enjoy tinkering with things and you know building stuff and and I enjoy yeah. that as well. So now I got to know what kind of what kind of fish are you fishing for? Are we, are we talking bass, yeah. catfish? Like what 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 you going after? So, it's it's mostly bass, um, smallmouth and largemouth. I mean, up here with the winters, they don't get nearly as big as they do down south. I mean, that's what I was That's yeah. Is six? It was six point two. I mean, it's still pretty big, but yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing like you see down south. And that was like once in a blue moon. Usually they're like two and a half, three max. Um, but then we'll do some trout fishing too, and then we'll catch and cook. Um, so we, but most majority bass, just catch and release. Gotcha, gotcha. So I, I mean, that's what I was about to ask you because you're, you're, I mean, clearly there's some there's some big time fishing that goes down in Louisiana. I mean, I know there's some guys that will be on the team 
that will will be right there with you. So you'll you I'm sure you'll get to experience <laughs> some Louisiana fishing. Um, so speaking of Louisiana, I mean you're in New England, uh, you know, there in Massachusetts. <laughs> How do you say it? I don't even know if I said it right. Massachusetts. Massachusetts, yeah. Massachusetts. It's, like, it's so funny hearing people down south say it. Those, Massachusetts. Those are like more of a quick, like Massachusetts. Like, is it more quick like yeah. that or do you have to kind of draw it out? Like Massachusetts. Definitely like short and quick and just like say it. Don't okay. try to spell okay. it out. Gotcha. Gotcha. That works for us. That works for us. I, I prefer it to be short and sweet the point i like it he's gonna hear a lot of people say it long and drawn out though i it you'll see it a lot in your future coming down here uh but i'm 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 curious the cuisine is quite different between new england and and uh cajun country have you got to try any cajun food yet while you were there so um yeah uh coach jordan uh he made it a point i said i mentioned something about i never ate alligator before and uh oh, yeah. yeah the big thing alligator for me so i got to try that and that was it like the whole alligator no i wish i would <laughs> oh, man. but um look uh, whenever they cut whenever they play florida you're going to end up seeing that you're oh, going yeah. to go yeah. find a yeah. tailgate where they got the whole gator spinning on like the rotisserie <laughs> I, I mean that that is something you always see when they're playing the florida gators just That's a rotisserie gator it's fantastic I mean, you gotta love it. You gotta love it. So, bit of a culture shock, I, I guess, maybe, or, or or are you ready for it? Definitely ready for it. I mean, I love trying new things. Um, and I mean, Louisiana—that was my first time going to Louisiana uh, on my visit, and oh, I wow. absolutely loved it. It was like it felt like home away from home. It was different, but if it still felt like home. Well, I tell you what, uh, LSU man—they love their baseball. They love their LSU baseball. Uh, and there's been a lot of awesome players that have come through the years through LSU. I mean, me and I have gotten to watch some awesome pitchers and the likes of Kevin yeah, Gosman and yeah, Paul Skeens this past year. And Aaron Nola, I mean, I think back to 2010, Matty Ott, season that he had. And, I mean, there's just – you could go name after name after name after name. Big McMillan's a big one. But for you, who, who is a player, whether it's past or present, that that you really look up to, maybe you try to model your game after. Is there is there any pro player that you that you kind of follow after? Yeah, um, so it's uh, my cousin. He plays for the Giants, Alex Cobb. So, um, oh, okay, wow, yeah. So he, I definitely, it's easy. I mean, my, I model my mental and like physical game after him. Um, just being around him, he's taught me majority of what I know. Um, so, like, typically in the off season, I'll go out to uh, he lives out in Arizona for the off season. So I'll go out there, hang out with him for like two to four weeks and just um, get ready for the season, working out, throwing. But, I mean, I watch videos on him still when I'm when I'm in a slump or something. I'll sure. watch him, correlate it to me, and be like, hey, what am I doing wrong compared to him? Because it's kind of like I grew up watching him, grew up modeling my delivery, everything about pitching after him. So I guess like that's definitely who I look up to pro-wise right now. So – I got one more for you, Maverick, and we'll get you out of here. Um, so, baseball is also a very superstitious game, and and are are you like like man one of the most superstitious players I think we ever saw come through LSU? Just won a national championship, Trey Morgan with the pocket and all the different things he did. Um, are are you superstitious in any way? Do you have any specific superstitions when you get on the mound? Do you? Ride anything in the mound? Do you kick your feet a certain way? Kick the dirt off? What What is your 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 superstition, if any? So I don't have many. I I got two, but I'll always have these two on. Um, so my first is lucky undershirt. I always wear it, which is going to be tough because it's black, and um, I'm not going to be wearing black with purple and gold. So <laughs> going to have to hopefully find a new lucky undershirt. But um, and then another one. I I got two chains that I always wear. I don't wear them out, but they're like still on me, tucked in my jersey. They're um, gotcha. Kind of yeah. That bunch of stuff means something. Like one's a dog tag, um, then one's uh, my lucky number my friend gave to me. Awesome. And then a prayer quote my mom gave to me, and then um, just some other special pendants that I have on that that are always on when I pitch. Gotcha. Maverick, I've got one more final one for you as well, and then then Reagan can wrap us up here. Um, so kind of. 
what is your when you take the mound? I mean, whether it's you know coming out of the bullpen or as a starter uh, before the game's getting going, you're in your warmups and everything. When you're when you take the mound for that first time, uh, what is your mentality as you prepare to battle the lineup? Yeah, so I mean, I'm before the games, I'm super laid back. Um, you'll never see me with like headphones in, getting super locked in. Because uh, I, I just think of, like, everything, like, it's just another game. Like, you're playing this for fun. Um, so, yeah. like, before the games, it's a whole new side of Maverick before, when it, like, compared to while he's on the mound. Um, I mean, when I get on the mound, I feel like everything becomes personal. Um, like, you have a job okay. to do the guy in the batter's box. He is trying to, like, do his job. And whoever's – it's, like, it's a battle every single time. In the one through nine, it can be the last hitter, can be the first hitter, can be their best hitter or worst. I feel like – Everything is just so personal when you're inside that 60 feet, six inches. So, love it. But do you have some emotion Absolutely that kind of comes it. out in you when, you when you're pitching against your opponent? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, usually. I mean, you know, Gavin um, Gidge, if you watch Gavin oh, Gidge, yeah. you saw he has a lot of emotion, you know. Yeah. Um, so, like, typically, no. Um, I kind of just, like, like strikeout happens, put my head down, walk around the mound. But, um. Uh, the first time cool, there's only cool, been like a couple cool. times I've shown like some real emotion. And uh, one was this year against our rival in high school. It was like, like a big game runner on second and third struck out the guy to end the inning. And then like, I mouthed a little bit off to him and then I walked off. But, I mean, <laughs> if we know, but there's sometimes like big innings, big, like times I get out of a jam. Like, yeah, yeah I'll, let it, I'll let it go for a little bit. I won't remember yeah. what I said, but. <laughs> That's all I like that. We like that. Maverick, we appreciate your time. We appreciate you coming on here, man, and, and, and answering all of our questions. And we're really looking forward to getting to see you in the purple and gold. Man, we think you're going to be fantastic. Uh, and we hope you have a blessed one, man. Appreciate you coming on. No, thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. I... That was awesome, right? Maverick Rizzy. Maverick Rizzy, recent LSU we did, baseball we what a, what a name. What a name. Yeah, no, I mean, elite, elite baseball. I mean, it's the elite perfect baseball. Name. Ryan said, uh, we got we got a Maverick. All we need now is ice and goose. For sure, for sure. Man, awesome. good stuff, good stuff. And, and, and man, I will say this. Uh, high school kid, he, he seems pretty mature for, for his age. Seems pretty mature sure. and level-headed for his age. So, all right, Zach, I think we need to hit a quick break real quick. And then we'll come back and we'll hit a little something extra and wrap things up right after this. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, right back at it here to wrap things up. Zach, Luca is on his last straw here, as always. Um, so um, what are your last thoughts here, Zach? I know we, we've we talked a little bit about Jay Johnson. We've talked a little bit about uh, um, the commitments recently. JD5 is SEC Player of the Week. But, Zach, LSU women's basketball is back. Yeah, man, uh, and just a few quick notes here. Um, as you mentioned, LSU women's basketball is back. I don't know if you saw Reagan, uh, but they, they, they. There's a lot of people that showed up for that first practice. Uh, they, they made it kind of an open practice, and I mean, the entire middle section of the PMAC on one side was was pretty much completely the the whole bottom part of the bowl was completely covered. Uh, it was it was pretty pretty cool to get to see how big of a turnout they had for that first practice. So that was pretty neat. They're getting underway. Um, you got to think, Lots of LSU, for sure. you know, we haven't discussed this, but I would think that LSU is definitely probably a top three team going into next season. A hundred percent. I would, I would, I would, yeah, absolutely. I, I, would, yeah. I mean, you got Angel Reed coming back. You got the two biggest transfers in the transfer portal. Uh, you have you have one of the best recruits in the country, in Michaela Williams. Uh, you've got Royers, um, Kateri Poole, and and Poa. Uh, last year, Poa. I mean, there's some big time 
expectation for him, especially at coming all national championship. And so, you know, there's going to be some high expectations. They're going to be ranked really high. So obviously with all that, there's going to be a massive following even here early on in the off season. Um, but outside of, of women's basketball, Reagan, um, we, we just got done wrapping up with Maverick. You know, you've also gotten a couple of other commits here recently. We talked about Connor Ware uh, out of uh, uh, Pearl River. Uh, he, he played kind of close to Memphis in Germantown. Big time get for uh, Jay Johnson. But also got another right-handed pitcher out of Catholic High in Louisiana, William Schmidt, tw- class of 2024, a Baton Rouge guy. We know Jay Johnson, elite recruiter, but he all, he's also going to not neglect the, the really big-time players in Louisiana. He's going to get those losing guys as well. And so we, we can't hear you, Reagan. I'm not sure if you're trying to unmute yourself. But oh, yeah. I was, I was, right yeah, I was, I, Luca was having a moment, so I muted it. But I was, I was mentioning Jake Brown. You know, Ma- Maverick said that he got to walk around with Jake Brown. You know, Jay Johnson takes care of those Louisiana guys. I, I, I think we have no sure. problem locking down the best of the best in Louisiana with Jay Johnson. So you had William Schmidt commit recently, and then today you had a class of 2025 in a pitch out of Texas, Marcos Paz commit as well. Yep. So Jay John continues to load up on the pitching staff. I mentioned this last time. I'll mention it again. LSU is never going to have a problem getting skill position players. Um, so Jay Johnson is resting where LSU has had issues at times in the past, which is the sure. pitching staff. He's, he is loading, loading up on pitching staff, and, and it's been great to see. Reagan, also, we mentioned this earlier, uh, LSU, Jaden Daniels, LSU football, Jaden Daniels gets pl- Offensive Player of the Week, I think well-deserved. Um, I would like to see like maybe a little more attention get uh, shown towards Brian Thomas Jr. because he's had two really good games where he's had two touchdowns. Yeah. And he had two, two games in the Florida State game and in this game where he had two touchdowns and over 130 yards. So, uh, it, Brian Kelly mentioned it. Um, you know, he, he's been saying how how awesome Elite Neighbors is, but awesome. Hey, don't forget Brian Thomas as well. And, um, Absolutely. you know, I know we mentioned him earlier on in the, in the show, but I just want to mention him again. Um, I would love to see some more credit come his way because he is due for it, man. He, he's worked hell he off. Um, I know he didn't have like just phenomenally great freshman and sophomore year, um, but he has continued to grow and continue to build on his success at LSU. And it is yeah. showing, uh, the fruit is showing here in his final season, what, what looks to be potentially his final season uh, in Baton yeah. Rouge. Um, other than that, Reagan, we got some uh, Monday Night Football that's about to start here yeah, soon. I'm looking forward Joe to Burrow, it. Joe Burrow uh, trying Praying to get him. off the uh, – yeah, for, stay healthy, Joe. Stay <laughs> healthy. Fly, it's been out. He is trying to bounce to back, night. man. Yeah. Trying to bounce back. They started 0-2, but, hey, they started 0-2 last year, and you saw where it they got did. him. Um, did. I'm a little worried, though, than I am than I, am, than I was last year. So, We'll see if the Bengals can get on track tonight against the Rams. I'm looking forward to that. Definitely going to watch that here soon. Any, any always pulling, yeah, yeah, always pulling for Joey, Joey uh, B, Joe Shiesty, uh Hoping he, hoping he can kind of right the ship and get himself into, uh, you know, 100 percent health, and, and and that way he can ball out. Because I have really, really enjoyed watching him and Jamar the last two years at the Bengals. Um, it's gonna be really interesting here soon when they when they gotta pay T Higgins and they gotta pay, you know, Jamar and and Joe Mixon and like how all that's gonna play out. It'll be really interesting. Yeah. How how much of that can they keep together, right? Because it's gonna be really hard. It's gonna be really hard. So I, I'll I'm be interested to play out for sure. The, tonight, I don't know if you saw, but they're in the all whites. So I'm, yeah, they are in the all whites. It, it's the best uniform in, in in the NFL. It's the best uniform in the NFL, oh, and okay. I think it's. I think there's a close second. The Patriots throwback, the red with the white helmet and the Patriot on the side, it's close second. But the, the Bengals all white, it's, it's too icy. I mean, it's just the best. It's it the is. Best. It is. It is the best uniform in college. Or, so. excuse me, NFL. I agree. All right, Zach. I got to go rescue Luca off the floor here. I guess Bluey's not as entertaining as uh, – I don't know. Maybe Bluey's not as entertaining as being on my hip as I carry him around. 
so appreciate <laughs> you guys. Bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's been a good show. Appreciate Maverick uh, joining in again. Uh, we'll be here later this week to discuss the Ole Miss game. We'll be at the Ole Miss game this weekend, so look forward to that. We'll see you next time, though, here in the Tigers Avenue. Five Star Hero, take us out. Peace.